How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we continue our week three coverage, taking a look at the Bears' opponents, the Atlanta Falcons. Once again, the Falcons come into this game 0-2, but they are definitely not a team you can overlook. I am your host, Chris Malpe, and today I am joined with both of my co-hosts, Parsh Shaw and Jalen McClinton. How's it going, guys? I'm doing pretty good. I uh, just took an econ test. I uh, don't think I did too hot on it, but it's whatever. I'll talk some Bears football instead, and I'll probably get my mind off of it. That's, that's kind of hilarious because I just felt my, the same econ test. That's crazy, too. So I took an econ, I took an econ test last night. We're on the uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I felt mine, but um, you know, I'm ready to talk some Bears football. Uh, that's about it. Let's do it. And we're joined with a guest today. He's an alum of Georgia State, a beat writer for Sports Illustrated's Falcon Report, and a co-host of the In the Clutch podcast. Welcome to the show, Malik Brown. How's it going, buddy? It's going good. Thanks, you guys, for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Let's just hop right into it. So the Atlanta Falcons have gotten off to an 0-2 start on the season, but their offense has been red hot to kick off 2020. Throughout the last two weeks, we've seen Matt Ryan pass for 723 yards and six touchdowns, completing 67.8% of his passes with a combined passer rating of 109.6. The defense for the Falcons, on the other hand, has been their Achilles heel, allowing 78 points in two games, as well as 10 total touchdowns, five on the ground and five through the air. Malik, before we start on your Falcons, the Bears have started off their 2020 season at 2-0, and and regardless of what you want to say about the Lions and the Giants, a win is hard to come by in this league, and they've started undefeated. So what are your thoughts on the Bears' start thus far? Um, I, I, I didn't expect 2-0, honestly. Um, I know you I guys were having <laughs> – I know you guys were, uh, you know, really flip-flopping during the offseason between, you know, Mitch or uh, Nick. So I really wanted to know how that was going to go out. But it, they surprised me and went with Mitch. Um, and so far, I mean, he's been balling out. He's been doing what he had to do. Um, I already know what you got. The defense is always going to come prepared. Uh, Khalil Mack, then you got a great secondary. So it was like the defense is going to do what it's going to do. It was more uh, for me, it was like, okay, what are they going to do on offense? But um, I see a lot of people stepping up. David Montgomery is doing good. Tariq Cohen is doing good. Uh, you got Allen Robinson. I mean, Jimmy Graham has looked pretty solid so far. So I'm I'm excited to see what this Bears offense is is going to uh, look like this season. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, Mitch Trubisky has had a better year than last year, a better start especially. I mean, we needed it. Uh, he needed it. But uh, moving on to the Falcons. Uh, so the Falcons are did start off the season 0-2, but they definitely cannot be overlooked heading into week three. Um, we've seen the firepower on their offensive side and their Defense hasn't been the best so far. Um, but so far, what's gone wrong with the Falcons, Malik? Um, they have not been able to put together uh entire full four quarters. Like they can't play they have not played a complete game yet. It's like they look good in for example, they look good during the first half of uh the Seattle game. Second half is when things started to roll over for them. Then you look at week two against the Cowboys, they played good for literally the first three quarters, maybe three quarters and a half. And then it was when seven minutes in the fourth quarter, everything started tumbling down for them. So if they're able to comp- to play a complete game, um, I think they'll be fine. The offense is going to do what the offense has to do. Uh, the offense look great. They're, they're the reason that they have been in these games. It's the defense. And it's not more 
say the entire defense, but the secondary we all know is very young and experienced. Uh, some players are coming off an injury in the secondary, so it's been looking kind of shaky. But um, if they're able to get that together and play a complete game, I think they'll be fine. I mean, they're 0-2. I, I wouldn't say that I would be surprised because of everything that's been going on these past couple of years with Dan Quinn, coaching staff, uh, the one that said it start last year. But, I mean, they have to roll with what they have. That's kind of funny how you talked about your team not putting together um, a full four quarter. That is exactly what's wrong with the Bears, except, you know, we obviously <laughs> had won, the, won those two games and you guys sadly lost. But uh, my first question is, we've seen Atlanta's offense get off to a hot start, scoring 32 points per game on average. Uh, Julio and Calvin are off to hot starts, and we saw Hayden Hurst get into the, get into some action last week against Dallas. Are you confident the Atlanta Falcons' offense will be able to continue to move the ball so well against this tough Bears defense? I think that, and I've already, as soon as I saw the Bears on the schedule, I was like, yeah, this is going to be mo- probably their toughest test. And probably it has been their toughest test in the past couple of years. They haven't played a defense like the Bears, I think, recently. So, um. They're going to have a lot on their plate. I feel like the offensive line so far has done a great job of protecting Matt Ryan. Um, I think they only allowed one sack uh, last week against the Cowboys. But you guys have some hitters on the defensive line. So um, they have to come prepared. I know that Caleb McGarry, uh, he, um, he'll be out for maybe a game or so because he sprained his MCL. So that may be tough for them. Um you got the secondary is great. You got Cal Fuller, uh, Buster Scrine, um, Eddie Jackson. I mean, you guys are loaded in the in the back. So, um, the way the way the wide receivers have been playing, I mean, I think it, it could be a toss up, but it's going to be a tough challenge for them to get open. Calvin really has been amazing these first two games, and I feel like the reason for that is one, Julio Jones requires a lot of attention. So Calvin really is going to get his one-on-one opportunities and he's taking advantage of it. And at the the other point, I mean, Calvin really has just been, he's been working hard to be that number. He wants to be a number one receiver. He thinks that he can be a 1,000-yard receiver and he's been showing it so far. And then you look at Russell Gage. I mean, he's come out and showed what he can do. Hayden Hurst has showed signs. He hasn't been throwing the ball a lot, but this offense has what it takes to literally dissect any defense that comes through their way. The only thing that's really been holding them back to me is the offensive coordinator, Dirk Cutter. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's going to be a tough day uh, for Bears rookie cornerback, Jalen Johnson, definitely his toughest task yet. He has had four pass deflections so far, uh, which ranks fourth in the league, but you know what? Uh, Calvin Ridley has had quite the season and I like that you bring up Russell Gage as well has done a great job uh, in the first two games. But before I I ask my next question, I want to go back to you, Parth. What do you think about what this Atlanta offense has been able to do so far throughout two weeks? I think it's been awesome to watch the way Matt Ryan's been spreading the ball around to Russell Gage, Hayden Hurst, you know, Calvin Ridley. Uh, Julio Jones had a great first game, not so great game against the Cowboys. And then uh, with running back Todd Gurley, it's been fun to watch that as well. I think that offense is special. I think they're a Super Bowl contending offense. Uh, I think they have some great firepower on that offense, but that defense is letting them down, man. If they had the Bears defense, that team would be amazing to watch, let me tell you. 
Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Russell Gage has been quite a surprise so far, though. 15 catches for 160 yards and a touchdown for him. Jalen, what do you think about how this Falcons offense has been able to move the ball thus far? I mean, it's scary. Um, we don't we haven't played offense like this since what Kansas City of last year, and we we all know how that game went. So. This this offense is definitely scary. Um, I definitely want to see how Jalen Johnson and Kyle Fuller match up against Julio. Julio is, Julio is still one of the best wide receivers um, probably in the last decade. So um, as well with Calvin Ridley, who I was a big fan of coming out of Alabama in 2018 because uh, I really I really wanted the Bears to draft him. But this offense is scary. You got Todd Gurley. He's, he's probably not the same Todd Gurley, but he can still score. He's, he's still an option um, out the backfield. Uh, Hayden Hurst, who who came over from, from Baltimore after Austin Hooper left for Cleveland, he's still a, a weapon as well. So with, with Matt Ryan as a quarterback, who's the MVP for a reason. So this offense is definitely scary. Um, you know, I hope, hopefully we, we don't get 30-piece, 30, 30 but uh, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Hey, uh, you know, if we get 30-piece, the Falcons' defense might also give up a 30-piece. And speaking of the yeah. Falcons' defense, uh, on the other hand, Atlanta's defense has struggled mightily, to say the least. Uh, clocking in through two weeks as the worst-ranked defense in the league, also allowing the third-most passing yards to opposing offenses so far. So, Malik, I want to jump back to you. How how do you feel about the matchup of this young secondary versus a Bears rushing attack that's been solid through two weeks and Mitchell Trubisky with his guys like Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller? Um, I'm going to be honest, I'm not very confident. And I haven't been very confident of the Falcons defense for a while now. But I mean, silver linings, first two first two games of the season, defensive line has looked better than it has looked than I than in years, honestly. Uh they went outside Dante Fowler. He's done a good job getting pressure. Tat McKinley, his uh fifth year option was declined. So you know he's gonna come out and try to do his best so far and he's looked good. Um the only thing the only problem with him is is injuries, of course. Um, you got Grady Jarrett, one of the probably one of the most underrated defensive tackles in the league right now. He's doing his thing. So, I mean, so far the defensive line has been they've been pretty steady. I mean, they've shown signs. They'll show up maybe like I said, the, the Falcons have not played a complete game yet. They'll show up one half, then it's like they're gassed the second half. So if they're able to stay consistent. I think they'll be good. It's like I said earlier, it's the secondary that has been a problem so far. Um. AJ Terrell, first round pick for the Falcons, he has looked good. People have doubted him when he got drafted, um, but he's looked solid so far. He's probably looked like the best cornerback on the Falcons so far. The problem is Isaiah Oliver. You know, I'm sure you guys saw that that fourth down pass that was thrown over him in the first week against the Seahawks, and it's just like it just continues. His tech, something I don't know what's wrong, but it may be his technique or he just he just doesn't have it. But Isaiah Oliver, I'm pretty sure Mitch, I'm pretty sure the office coordinator, they're probably in that room right now saying attack Isaiah Oliver because he's the weak link on the on that defense right now. Um, then you got the safeties, Ricardo Allen, Keanu Neal. They haven't really looked like the same players they were before they had suffered those injuries, but they're still solid. Demonte Casey, it seems like he's not really playing in the position that he needs to be playing in. He's playing more of a free safety, but he really needs to be more of like a cover guy. Um, so he's maybe playing out. That's why he hasn't been as productive as he should be. So right now, this defense has a lot of question marks. Um, they do show signs of improvement at times, but 
they're really inconsistent. And I think that Mitch can Mitch can Mitch can do do work on this on this Falcons defense. Cause it seems like that's what Russell Wilson did, and that's what Dak Prescott did. So it's really going to be tough for them this week. I mean, just taking a look at the Falcons defense, there are a lot of familiar names. You know, Tack McKinley, obviously, Grady Jarrett, Dante Fowler. We all know how great Deion Jones is. Uh, A.J. Terrell has played well. Uh, It's big that you mentioned that because he was obviously selected before Jalen Johnson, uh, another cornerback from that 2020 draft who has been performing well. But if the Bears do want to attack Isaiah Oliver, they're going to have to have a big game out of wide receiver two, Anthony Miller. We saw Miller catch the game-winning 27-yard touchdown in week one against Detroit and then basically go radio silent last week. So, Parth, I want to swing it back around to you. Do you think Miller will be able to have a bounce-back week in week two uh, in a game that he's definitely going to need to be able to perform well in uh, and take advantage of his matchup? I really hope he does. I, I think Anthony Miller is really underrated at times. But last week, you know, with those couple drops, he really did um, piss me off, to say the least. Uh, I think we had a guaranteed touchdown and a guaranteed third down conversion. Those are big plays you need to convert on in the National Football League. And he just dropped them, and you can't miss those catches. I think and they were both put into his hands, perfect throws by Trubisky. But to see him drop that was really upsetting. And then if he doesn't, we got guys like Darnell Mooney who can step step up to the challenge. I think Javon Wims could also have a pretty big game if you think about it. So uh, we, I think Trubisky just needs to spread the ball around against his Falcons defense. There's weak points uh, almost everywhere, uh, like he said, uh, like, like Malik said. But if, the, if the, as long as the Bears can spread that ball around and keep attacking with the run game, I think uh, we can see a big game out of everyone. I mean, yeah, we've spoken about how big the run game is, uh, you know, throughout this entire week. Uh, David Montgomery's had a great game so or a great season so far himself, is on pace for over 1,200 rushing yards. Jalen, how important is it that the Bears continue to rely on the run and pound the rock against a week, uh, or at least uh, an Atlanta defense who uh, hasn't been too promising recently? We talked about this earlier, how, um, you know, we should be a, a run-dominant team, how we, you know, that's when we when we first come into the game, we need to run the ball. Um, I love Mitchell. Um, I'm confident in his ability, but he cannot be um, throwing the ball 30, 40 times like he did last season. That obviously is not what he is. He's not a, he's not a gunslinger at all. So if we can use the run game, which opened up the play action, which, he, which he's done well in this season, I know it's only been two games, but still he was doing well in it uh, last season as well when we were able to have a run game. So if we can come into this, you know, this game against a weak Atlanta, a weak Atlanta defense, um, even though they do have a strong defensive line, in my opinion, uh, then you know that should open up the pass game against the weak second, weak Atlanta, uh, excuse me, weak Atlanta Falcons secondary, and uh, it should be a good a good day for um, our offense, you know, which is something we really need for to have a consistent showing of offense for four quarters, which we haven't gotten in the first two games of the season. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, another game where the Bears' offensive line playing well is going to come into major effect, especially that interior offensive line with guys like Jermaine Fetty and Charles Leno and Bobby Massey are also going to have to hold their own at tackle as well. But Parth, you've got the next question, so go for it. Both teams need to win this game badly um, for the Falcons to avoid an ugly start and for the Bears to have a quite the start to the season. A lot of a lot of a lot of people doubted the Bears and wrote them off this year, but they can move on to three and zero. What does Atlanta need to do to win this game? Oh man, they they have to. I know for a fact that they're going to have to continue to put up big numbers on offense. That's the only way they're going to win. Um, 
I know I haven't said much about Matt Ryan so far, but Matt Ryan has been playing amazing so far. And I'm if you take if you take away Russell Wilson, he may be so far the the MVP of the uh, of the season because yeah. he's been playing amazing. Um, so if the offense is able to put up thirty points, they'll be good. It's it's the defense that I'm worried about. Um, like I said. It's a lot of question marks on the defense. Um, if they're able to, if they're able to keep up with the running game, um, teams really have not have to have to run ran the ball so far for uh, for the Seahawks or the Cowboys. They really haven't had to run the ball because they know that the Falcons secondary is bad, so they're just going to air it out. So if Mitch Foss's groove is he if he's able to get Anthony uh, Miller going, if he's able to get uh, Robinson going. Um, if he's able to get the run game going, the Falcons may be in trouble. So if they're able to contain that, I think they'll be able to they'll be able to uh, get a, their first win of the season. Uh, so you know, like I've obviously stated, the Bears could go three and zero if we beat the Atlanta Falcons. So opposite of parts of question, what do the Bears need to do to win this one? Who uh, keep attacking on defense? If I I think that the Bears have maybe a top five defense in the league. And if if they're able to slow down a high power offense like the Falcons, they're just gonna have to keep pounding pounding on defense and offense. Like I said, uh if they're able to just attack that Falcon secondary, um, especially Isaiah Oliver, I think I think they'll win. Yeah. Uh you know it it should be interesting. Uh the Bears are looking to have Robert Quinn back healthy. Uh, he was limited last week on a snap count and did have a strip sack in his first play as a Bear. But the Bears' front seven is definitely going to have to rise to the task, especially without Atlanta starting right guard playing in this game. Uh, so definitely going to be a big opportunity for the Bears' defense. Even when it goes into the secondary, guys like Deion Bush, who have gotten more looks. Uh, Jalen Johnson, obviously, who's going to be assigned to Calvin Ridley. He's going to get a lot of targets this week. So definitely important that the Bears' defense steps up. And when they're on the field, obviously, uh, it would be big if the Bears control the time of possession in this game. But when the defense is on the field, if they can do all they can to slow down Matt Ryan, if the pressure can get there, force him to throw up some bad balls, that could definitely help the Bears win this one. So Malik, we've got one last question for you. We close off all of these episodes of Meet the Opponents by asking our guest, who obviously covers the opposing team, what they think the outcome of this game will be. So if possible, do us a favor and make your score prediction for Sunday. Oh, okay. Um, I know I said a lot of bad things about the Falcons, but I do, <laughs> I do think this is the game where they do bounce back. Um, I think the Bears. I think this is a good chance for them to uh to to show a uh, entire game, an entire four quarters of just good football. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Falcons. Falcons twenty eight. Chicago. Chicago 20. Okay. Well, we'll see how it all plays out on Sunday. Malik Brown, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, guys, really. Absolutely. If you want to find more from Malik, you can find him on Twitter at underscore MalikATL or find his work on SA.com backslash NFL backslash Falcons. If you want more content from us, you can head over to our website, BearDown.com. We're posting columns and blogs basically every day over there now. 
You can also find us on social media at Bared Down, and you can find the links to all of our social media fan pages down in the description. Parshaw, Jalen McClinton, the Bears are looking to start 3-0, and but they have a tough task ahead. Any last words? Uh, hopefully we can do it. Uh, I think this Falcons team is, I mean, they are 0-2 on paper, but I don't think they're an 0-2 team. I think they're a much better team than 0-2. Um, I think this is the toughest challenge that the Bears have so far. Um, it'll probably for the toughest one until week five against Tampa Bay. But I'm excited to see what the Bears offense can do against this defense. Uh, it gives me a lot of a week three vibes back in 2018 against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when the Bears uh, and Trubisky had six touchdown throws against them. If that can happen, I would be super excited. Uh, but yeah, let's let's just hope for a W and um, tear, apart these, tear apart these Falcons. Yeah, so actually, before I, before I you know close, uh, Malik, what what like does uh, Isaiah Avler play on the outside or does he play in the slot? Plays on the outside. Oh, so that's Allen Robinson. Okay. Oh okay. yeah, uh, that that, that, <laughs> that was. A we need we need Allen Robinson to get back on track. Twitter has been flaming him because he had a bad <laughs> game um, against Jane Bradbury, and they're saying he doesn't deserve to be paid. So if he can have a huge game against Isaiah Oliver, or um or AJ Terrell, man. Uh, he gonna get paid, but uh, other than that, like I like I said before, um, you know, we need to we need to improve. Um, you need we need to stay consistent and play good for all four quarters and not just three or not just two or one and stuff like that. We need to play for all four. Um, that's about it. Bear down. Yeah, that'll pretty much do it for us guys. Next week we will be back with meet the opponents yet again, as we always are with the Indianapolis Colts. But in regards to our content for this week. Uh, we'll be posting an uncut tomorrow. You're seeing this on Wednesday. So an uncut will go up Thursday and then we will have fan mail Friday and go into our game day coverage. It's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. If you are still listening and made it this far, do us a favor and like if you are on YouTube and regardless of what platform you're on, do us a favor and subscribe. The grind of 3000 subscribers is still on for the YouTube channel. And we're going to keep putting out content as long as you guys want it. Bears fans and Falcons fans listening alike, do us a favor and stay safe. Tough times right now. We want to make sure we're doing all we can to avoid the continuation of this pandemic. And to the Bears fans, do us a favor and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.